Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. Apparently, we got some issue with the old Facebook. So, uh, my outrageously talented colleague is trying to figure out how to, how to fix it. Let's see. What would you come up with? You got a plan? Wait, is there a plan here? I now have a third of your face on there. Which is nothing we have. Your nose, just your nose right here. You got this much right here. All right. Well, that's how much you get now. Uh, We apparently got the phone, which we set it up early. I don't understand why it's uh, having issues, but whatever. We got issues with with uh, Facebook. We'll get them situated and we'll get it online here, and um, you'll be able to have Facebook. We missed it last time out. Was it last Thursday? I guess because of the. uh, need to have the available phone. You're still looking at it. Just forget about it. Just forget it. They can just. We'll get it at the break. Not I have you on there now. I've got you on there. Well, that's all that really matters. Yeah, that's the important thing. Maybe so. your phone just turned wrong. No, it's. <laughs> as I see his nose. Yeah. It's never been. A problem. Says I thought something was up. She's laughing at us. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> she what just it. gave us little, little laughing faces. So, yeah, we'll we'll so. get to the break. I'm back in town, but I should put it on you. Just put it on you. I can't believe no. I, I can't believe you cut me out of the presentation. Right I didn't now. cut you out when I when I framed it. It looked perfect. Whatever. Maybe that was because you were out of the. Th- yeah, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, now it's the Chuck Zach show, which you've. Always- there it is. There it is. Anyway, we welcome you guys uh, back to the presentation, whether it's on Facebook or on the radio. Uh, Haven't talked to you in about, uh, what's been what, since Thursday? Thursday you did a show. So you believe the code came up here Thursday? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Came up Dodger Danny? Did you get Dodger Danny? Yeah, yeah, he came up. Because he's from SoCal. I can't believe he he came up cold. But he won't talk. We, we well because we had an interview going. He doesn't like to talk during the interview part. So who'd you have? Uh, uh, the A uh, and M uh, women's basketball coach, oh, okay. Blake Hubert. Okay, but he won't talk then. Well, basketball's not his. I thing. get He's that. a baseball guy. I understand. See, if, you, if you'd have Steve Jones on, I couldn't shut him. You up. wouldn't have been able to. Right. Danny would have been talking over you like yeah. I do. <laughs> So uh, I thought it was one of our best shows last time. <laughs> that may have been it. Yeah. It was a lot less Danny, a lot more he's me. He's not a basketball guy. No, he's not. So but you yes. understand that. We came up in the cold and left when it was colder and then went and hunkered down for a couple of days. It wasn't bad. How was Florida? It was still great. there? It was great. Uh, I tell you what, it's a Harry Potter world we're living in. Is there? Uh, we went to Universal and Jeez. that... That whole place has just been. I knew a whole generation had been potterized. Oh, all, those, no uh, all those millennials had been potterized. You see a bunch of uh, 20 and 30 somethings walking around with these graduation looking robes on, yeah. with these sticks in their hand. Yeah. And they are not in the least bit embarrassed. They are. It is a gathering of those people. People that. Yours and my generation would have mocked and made fun of. And thrown stuff at. Oh, I don't know. Stuff stuff at. I'd have thrown stuff. something. But, we would have, but they are the, the next rulers of the world. They will be in their robes. Well, of their imaginary world, yeah. No, I'm telling you, these, these are people, because it ain't cheap to go to this. And, and they've literally recreated Hogwarts. The, yeah, the, that the little town that it's in, really, all the shops. It's amazing. Both parks now are just completely potterized. And uh, all right, so as a non-potter person, because yes. you're not a potter person, not a potter person, was it worth the? Uh, was it worth the trouble? It's impressive. It's an impressive sight. Uh, the rides, um, they, they've had the same ride for several years. The original ride is their best ride. Okay. Now it's a. It's more of a an illusion, the 3D and all that. Now, they've built a couple of old-fashioned roller coasters. I'm not a roller coaster fan. But they're good roller coasters. They're not, it's not, they've still got the incredible Hulk ride there, which I won't get on. I'm, I'm too old for that yeah, no. mess. Uh, but uh, it's, they've gone into such great detail on all of it. It's pretty phenomenal. 
my family rewatched the movies before we left. There were literally people when you get inside the castle that are just taking pictures constantly. Yeah. And they can't believe they're just in awe of the recreation. The dining room, the whole thing. Oh, it's oh, all yeah, just yeah. amazing. It's it's am- if yeah. you're a Potter person, you owe it to yourself to go to the two parks at Universal. Now, one afternoon we went to the water park. It was warm enough to go sit okay. around and it was sunny and that would have been where I would have preferred to spend all day. They allowed alcohol there. Well, yeah, they have a <laughs> <laughs> not in Potterland. I'm sure not. Butterbeer, whatever that's no, like. that. I don't drink butterbeer. No. But uh, the Potter people are, are very happy. They have other things there. They, they got rid of the Jaws ride. I, I miss the Jaws. You know, the cheesy, yeah. look out, he's going to well, get of course. us. Yeah, that's, that's the best. I tell you what was probably the most impressive thing I saw. They have mixed together a stage show and, you know, they've always had stunt shows, but they've got a Jason Bourne stunt show now. Really? I don't know if you've ever watched any of the Bourne yeah, movies. Yeah, sure, Bourne Identity. Then. Yeah, yeah, all those. Where they've merged together a moving background computer generated. You don't know who's real and who's not in that thing. It's just phenomenal. You well, said, so I am at school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure which yeah. one of these. I tell you what, it won't be long before they replace you and I. Thank God. When? Computer when? Teachers. It's just, there's not going to be real anymore. It's all going to be CG. See, they could have done that with the old Lincoln. Remember the old Lincoln uh, robotic looking thing they had? Did you ever see that? Disney Abe Lincoln? Movie? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that was, yeah. was mechanized yeah. Abe Lincoln, which is um, the first time I'd ever been to yeah. Disneyland and saw that. Yeah. And I was at actually Disneyland yeah. in California and saw that and was like, what the heck? Yeah. Well, I tell you. That was old. It's old compared to what way they're doing beyond now. that. Oh, yeah. now. It's incredible how how magical it is now. So you mentioned. They even have, you know, the Men in Black ride. Yeah. Two additions did they update. One, it's so phenomenal. Will Smith still looks likable. Really? Really? <laughs> the red button now is no longer a laser. You actually slap the aliens. <laughs> Just reach out. Your hand goes out there and slaps. Yeah, cuss when you do it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you turn around and smile at your uh, alien-looking wife. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. For approval? Are you waiting for approval? No, I'm looking around making sure Will's not in the building. <laughs> Ouch. So you say that. You mentioned this. I get an email from one of my kids at school who said she got a Harry Potter wand that actually shoots fire, which I now have to question her parents. I know this kid. I don't know. And she's a high school kid, junior in high school. I wouldn't have given her anything that shoots fire. Well, you know, the ones at the park, if you only spend $55, it's just a stick. Yeah. But if you spend $89, you aim it at things around the park, the whole park, and it makes things light up. It's got the power of the wand. Really? Yeah. I think it also is connected to your billfold. It just drains money out. (laughs) Another shot on the credit card. It's been probably a decade or more since we've been there as a family. The last time we were there, I had to buy the girl... Uh, one of the sticks because we put it on the potter ride and it made her cry. You made her cry? Uh, hey, why? Well, she was too young to be <laughs> Wasn't tall enough? <laughs> we shouldn't have had her on the ride. The spiders or something. I don't know. Oh, no. She was screaming and crying afterwards and uh, the only thing that would pacify her was a $27 stick. Well, those sticks are literally now twice as much. They're $55. But that one didn't do anything. So you had to get her to the $89 one. Oh, no. It was magical. No, it- <laughs> it did exactly the right. I needed that stick to do. For 27 bucks, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So Potterland at Universal. Very nice. If you're if you're a Potter person, I highly recommend it. Well, I know yeah. some Potter people. Well, if you know My so, son-in-law's a Potter well, person. Then he would love. Oh, I'm sure. He would love a trip. I, I need to talk to your daughter she then. would yes because she will make him a happy man if Mo- he's a potter person <laughs> well she'll make her father a happy man and have a grandkid how about that <laughs> i don't see that happening uh, we got her a blanket we got her a blanket said uh hopefully this will take care of some business here <laughs> kind of like the proposal you know, you know when uh you know it's documented on this presentation i our children are adopted we uh yeah we had some plumbing problems <laughs> 
disease that people are dealing with right now. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> so anyway, it's broke. My uh, my old grandmother gave us this uh, this statue that was supposed to uh, fix that. Really? Yeah. Magical powers? Yeah. Did it come with a little <laughs> stick? The, the, no, no. The water, yeah, that. Really? It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> didn't shoot fire. That <laughs> <laughs> had his problem. She gave us a statue to yeah. fix all that, but it, it didn't work. <laughs> we gave it back to her. Sad. You <laughs> broke the chain. You know, I got 33 first cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're adopted. Maybe that's why. <laughs> the string doesn't work for you. That's no exactly. understood that. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> it makes perfect sense now. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you what. We'll do a break. We'll figure out uh, what the uh, Facebook issues are. Sports, we got to get Oh, we got a lot. My alma mater. It's you know, at the house tonight. It's mom and dad versus the boy. Our alma maters are really locking horns tonight. Really? What's yeah. the daughter doing? She's setting it out because you know she's smug because she goes to tech. Right. Where they win. <laughs> Where they win. Yeah. Basketball. That's right. We'll take a break. Twelve after five. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor back together here on the fan. One zero seven nine. Fifteen after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan one oh seven. Apparently, we got the uh, Facebook back where it's supposed to be. We rebooted. So, uh, unfortunately, and we apologize for those who now can see Tony Kirk. I know. I just I, I town for a week. You forget how to operate the equipment. No. I'm really the tech guy on this presentation. I always have been. Well, we and I'm surprised you were able to use the uh, the phone. By the way, what was that? Well, because uh, the tech witch got put in uh, Facebook jail again. Oh, what'd she do? Uh, I, I, she posted something she shouldn't have posted, oh, so we didn't have access gosh. last week. Just saying. All right. So we're lucky to even have it back again. <laughs> Keeps getting in trouble. All right, sportsy stuff. Yes, I, uh, I'm i all excited tonight. We've got a Longhorn game on here, basketball. Dun, dun, dun. And, and my alma mater down in Commerce, Texas. You know, I've got multi-alma maters. Yeah, nobody lets you stay for more than a year. Well, no, 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 no. I, I'm a road scholar. I went to college up and down the road. Right. And so uh, I, uh, I got a, a degree in, in general BS from, uh, that's business, by the way. Oh, is that? Is that? <laughs> and uh, it was East Texas State University back then. But now that they've been swallowed up by the A&M system, just like one of my other alma maters has now been swallowed up by the University of Texas system, SFA, um, Commerce is now A&M Commerce, and this year they've gone D1. Did you know that? They're Division One college now. I did not know that. They've gone D1, so they can travel around and collect checks. <laughs> Big checks, hopefully. <laughs> and so they're getting to play the new Moody Center down in uh, Austin tonight. Which is a cool thing. It is. I think it's cool for commerce. Unfortunately, uh, the Lions aren't all that good in basketball this year. Well, that's a problem. They're 4-9, and they've lost their last five games. To the likes of? Everyone. And, uh, <laughs> All five losses have been by 15 points or more. Oh, gosh. And they're going in tonight to play number six, University of Texas in Austin. All right, so what's the line on this game? I doubt if there is one. (laughs) Can they stay within 40? I don't know. You know, it's an honest question. I know. I could see this being like a 90 to 50 ball game. You think they're going to get 50? No. <laughs> <laughs> so then you don't think they stay within 40? 
Uh, it's going to be tough. Like 90 to 40. It's gonna, they've got no size. The best player's banged up. <sighs> they're slow. They're small. They can't shoot. They can't jump. <laughs> but other than that, they're all right. Yeah. But it's, it's, so how do you root for this tonight? If you're a commerce fan, do you just root for this because it's kind of a happening? Like this is the a, this is the what you do when you go division one. You right. go to get checks, and hopefully the checks will pay for your athletic budget. Yes, I don't think this is a home and home series with Texas. <laughs> but have they played in commerce? I read it's today. a huge home court advantage. <laughs> it's a huge home. It's an aircraft hangar. It's a huge advantage. But, uh, I read today these teams actually played. Once back in fifty one or something, okay. shock. We don't remember that. <laughs> I think it was still, it stay within fifty. These Texas teachers call. Oh my right? god. <laughs> okay, so, whatever. But uh, so you're stoked about this tonight? I am because we're all going to sit around and it's uh, on TV. It's on the Longhorn Network. <laughs> well, near TV. <laughs> it's, it's almost like being yeah, on TV, like real, like butter beer. But if you to hear pain come through your speakers no. uh, we got to hear on the it <laughs> should be fine you're not looking to win you're looking and you you figure the the folks uh, and the, the longhorns basketball team's not looking to hurt anybody they don't want to run them out of the building they're probably just trying to get back in shape after the christmas break i think it's closer than you think it is i think i think they stay within the 40 all right I think the Longhorns are not going to take this serious. Why should they? I think they probably come out and shoot poorly in the first half, and it stays closer you know, than it should be. I don't know if I'm more embarrassed if uh, the lines of Texas A&M Commerce lose by 50 or if they were able to upset the oh, Longhorns. See, you're talking if, crazy. If the Longhorns, I think I'd be twice as embarrassed because I'm a Longhorn fan. That's not going to happen. That part's not you – know, they'll n- never – That'll, that'll never happen. That's what they said about SFA. That'll <laughs> never happen. Yeah, but this is even... I know. Years ago. I know, but this is... That was a pretty good SFA was, program. This is not a very SFA's good commerce team pretty, yet. No, it's not. So I can't even imagine. Unless the basketball coach's fiance says... Hey, I'm just hey, saying. Stop, stop. Apparently it's all cleared up. No. Oh. I don't... And the boy and I are going to go into that in the morning. Oh, are you? He's coming over tomorrow. He's, he's, coming, he's in town. He's agreed. Wow. Kevin's got things to do. And we gave Coach Outlaw the week or two off. And so we're, we're the boy and I are going to delve into okay. that tomorrow. All right. Because I, I, don't, I don't think it's it's that simple. She got a check. Well, if she may have gotten a date for the marriage, I right. I'm just saying, I don't, a job. I don't think it's that simple. Yeah, I think there's a more long, there. I think there's a long way before that can happen. Well, it's been a long time since the incident occurred, and now comes this, the oh wait, no, that's not what happened. Yeah, it's yeah. a long. That happens the next day. I think well, it's no, got more well, credibility I, I than a month well later. Happen the next day. I, I think it. It's all going to come down to the nine one one call. That's that's at some point that's going to be public information, uh, unless it's on a road headed to Little Rock. Uh, really, <laughs> really, and you don't want to talk about this one? You still want to go after that one? Well, would you be shocked? It's been gone a long time. Would Would you be shocked if the nine eleven call got erased? Yeah, erased. Yeah, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. Now, if you tell me it got, in quotes, erased, or in quotes, lost, that I wouldn't be shocked with. Actually getting erased, or actually, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. You figure the Austin police would be better handling their job than that. Just saying. I would be shocked if that was actually erased. Now, if it was, like I said, air quote, erased, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know. Until we hear that, I don't think we get to the end of this story. So, we'll see. Either way. It may be the only way commerce has a chance. <laughs> Just say. Did you see the uh, the, uh, the pit players who had to catch a yes. ride in the SUV? Yes. <laughs> well, how nice was the UTEP coach for loading them up? Why not? Yeah. 
What else you got to do? You got room in the back? <laughs> we, Come on. A minivan. He said, "Now nah, I've got I've got some more guys with me. Now I need a bigger something." He said, and I told him, "You can't afford the SUV." He said, really? He said, "Bring it around." You can't. Who says that to people? They got the rental car desk. Who says you can't afford the SUV to anybody? You don't know. You can't afford. <laughs> well, they it? thought he was a public employee. <laughs> Texas, I don't realize. That's the most ridiculous thing. Yeah. Nobody watched Pretty Woman. <laughs> nobody watched the movie Pretty Woman. Don't you know you don't say you can't afford that? Yes. You're in the wrong place. Yes. So, uh, but either way, it was nice of the UTEP basketball coach to yeah. bring the pit football players with him from the airport. Yes. Okay. So, who are they playing? Uh, who's Pitt playing? I don't know, but you know, they may be unhappy when they. I'm surprised that that even got on ESPN.com today. Why? It's a great story. You agree? It's a, it's, it's a good. A, it's a very warm, fuzzy story. Yeah. Probably a violation of a bunch of stuff. But there's 40 bowl games. There's only two or three of them that ESPN doesn't own. Oh, is this one of them? The Sun Bowl <laughs> is one of only like two or three games that are still independent yeah. and not owned by ESPN. Uh, but I think the news department looks at this different than the business department does and say it's a news yeah, story. It's a, it's a CBS game. Yeah, I don't think And they've they always care. had their own contract and they've never gotten in bed with ESPN. Who cares? It's a news story. The news guys at ESPN have to be saying, hey, we got to put this out there. Tell the people at NASCAR that. Uh, no, I get it, but the court, yeah, that's a little different animal. That's a little different. I don't think the Sun Bowl rivals – what rivals NASCAR in racing? I mean, in America, nothing. Nothing. You don't get in bed with ESPN, you got a problem. But the Sun Bowl, who cares? We don't even know who the pit's playing. <laughs> New Mexico, probably, or no, something. New Mexico, Mexico wasn't yesterday. Or was that's that, it. Maybe Bowling Green. Yes. No, two bowling greens. No, there's just one. Yeah, and con- see, I, I'm always confused by bowling green. I why? think it's like in two different places. Wait, why do you think that? We'll have to Google that. Why do you think? Break. Wait, well, why do you think that? Because I'll say bowling green, Kentucky, and they'll go. Well, that's not where it's at. What? That's I've been told it's somewhere else. There's another bowling green. Yeah. Sure, it's not Soylent Green. <laughs> Soylent Green <laughs> University, SGU. No, sure, that's not no, it. No, that, they only work online now. <laughs> you know, it's going to be so cool. I, I was thinking today, and I'm going to have a tough time uh, Saturday deciding who to root for. TCU okay. or Michigan? I, what's a pick of righteousness on that? Now, you hate Michigan because you're a Wisconsin fan. I do. You hate Harbaugh. I do. But I love Minner. Yeah. And I root for the Old Southwest Conference. No, I don't care about that. TC's Old Southwest Conference School. And so to have a Texas school versus Michigan, 99.9% I'm always going to root for a Texas school. But I'm I'm like, you know, I'd love to see Coach Minner yes. and his son Jesse both get national championship opportunities anyway playing yeah. a national championship game yeah yeah well i, I there's no question as much as it's been so nice to yes us. as much as i don't like michigan i'm not rooting against michigan this time i'm actually rooting for them i'm rooting for the minters to have a chance to sit and and and, and selfishly because we'll get him back in here after this and we'll get he- horrifically amazing stories horrifically well, <laughs> well i don't know of them. <laughs> I'm a ton of there'll, be a, there'll be a ton of stuff. It's horrific not the word I wanted. It's not the word I wanted. But we're going to get a ton of stories from the Minters, from Rick in particular, about what happened and what all the experience was. So I want that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to root for that. That fills two whole shows if we can get that. But uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't care that much about TCU winning or losing. But I also think part two of that is you want the best national championship game you can get. And I don't know that TCU provides that. I think Michigan provides a you know, better funny. opponent. I was watching Michigan play Illinois a week or two before they played Ohio State. Okay. And Illinois was having a nice little season. They did a very good season. And I'm watching, I'm thinking, good Lord, these teams aren't very good. And, and, I'm thinking, I think TCU could play with this Michigan team. Yeah, okay. And then the next week, they go out and just wear Ohio State out. out. Yes. And so now, I'm not sure how I feel about it. The only two games I've seen Michigan play this year, and 
was very unimpressed with what I saw against Illinois and then blown away by what I saw against Ohio State. I think they played a competition. That's what Big Ten's been that way an awful lot. Illinois is not great, but you don't get up for Illinois if you're Michigan. You get up for Ohio State. If you're Wisconsin, you're supposed to get up for Illinois because that's a big rivalry border thing. I'm No, I'm not buying. And you're right, Illinois had a nice year. But the, the Michigan-Ohio State, Convince me Michigan's the real deal. And to be honest with you, I'd like to see him again. See a rematch? Yeah. You love you some Big Ten, don't you? Well, no, it's not even that. I, I love a good rivalry game. I, I think as good as Georgia has been, is, is not as good a Georgia team as last year, that Ohio State-Michigan is more see, compelling to me. To me, that is a rivalry game. When I see Alabama play Georgia in the national championship game, I really don't see that as a big rivalry game. Yeah. They're in the same conference, but they don't play each other. Yeah, they play each other so rarely. It's right. only either in the right. conference championship game or in the playoffs. And so I don't see that. But now we've never had a game like an Ohio State-Michigan rematch for the Natty. Mm, LSU-Alabama. Is that the same? Yeah. Do you consider LSU-Alabama's rivalry? I consider Auburner well, rivalry. And, and, okay, well, they are rivals. But certainly they had a couple of years of slugging each other in the face. Uh, it's, they're very good, and they've, they've often decided the West, but I consider Auburn, Alabama's right. No, I get that. But LSU, I... I mean, that to me is like saying... Michigan State, Ohio State. That's yeah. not a rivalry, but they're in yeah. the same conference. All yeah. right, I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like Texas OU playing for the national championship. Game. That's the That's rivalry. A rivalry. Yeah. We've never had that. No. USC, UCLA. That's never been... No. The national championship game. No, but this could be. Could be yeah. Ohio State, Michigan. Of course, we're saying all that and they'll both lose. <laughs> we'll get Georgia and TCU. Take a break. 29 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan, 1079. Thirty-two after five. Welcome back, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan one zero seven nine. As we uh, welcome you into the show, 903-735-9905 is our well, number. Well, on the subject of bowl games, and and we haven't done anything with the independence bowling years. I kind of big dogged us a couple times, and we said they're more trouble than they're worth. But I did feel bad for them this year. They got dealt a bad hand this year. Why? Why? Yeah. Did you see that weather? Yeah, it was crap. I mean... That's what they get. No, no yes. deserves that. No. Yeah, and, you, and if it, you act a fool, you deserve what you get. Nobody acted a fool. They, they did. just decided we weren't worth their trouble. That's fine. And and so, good told Texarkana, we don't want your business. Well, okay, whatever. You're acting a fool. But all that said, I felt bad for the Independence Bowl this year to, to draw... That type of weather for your game, and uh, I mean, there just was nobody there. And uh, how can you tell? <laughs> I'm telling you, NASCAR out Pittsville <laughs> this year. They've had uh, some bad games, and they've had some bad weather well, in the past. And Houston shouldn't have been a bad game. They had Louisiana versus Houston. Right, that should have been a good crowd. Houston's was a short drive. University of Louisiana, right up the road. That's Lafayette, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right up the road. That should have been a good draw. Yeah. What was it? Saturday afternoon? Yeah. Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve. Should have been within driving distance. People could have made a fun weekend of it at the casinos or whatever. But that weather was just horrendously cold. It was horrifically cold. It was. It was apparently Jeffrey Dahmer cold. Thank you, Jericho Toller. <laughs> Took us a minute between us to figure it out. Uh, I felt bad for him. And I bring this up because I'm going to the bowl game tomorrow. I'm not going to be here tomorrow afternoon, by the way. <laughs> what? You might need to call somebody tomorrow. Oh, my God. Is this is 24 hours enough notice, isn't it? You're actually inside 24 hours now. Well, I, I mentioned it to you before. You'd forgotten. But I'm going to the Texas Bowl tomorrow, which is indoors. <laughs> but it's going to be 77 degrees in Houston tomorrow. And they're playing indoors. Tomorrow afternoon, our 
Arkansas fans yeah. are playing Kansas. Yes, in Memphis. Not indoors. Never are. <laughs> Have you looked at the forecast? It's going to be cold again. <laughs> it's going to be cold. <laughs> I bring up the Ibo because I was looking at some ticket prices. They, uh, SI had a little deal on, on some bowl ticket prices where you could get a ticket right now for this bowl game. Okay. I haven't looked <laughs> if if prices tend to go down with the uh, the weather can <laughs> yeah no they're they're probably paying you to go right Razorback fan oh my god want to see your beloved Razorbacks in a bowl game in a bowl game yeah this could be your chance you just need a tank of gas some snow tires <laughs> and, and you uh, get a chance to see Kansas Kansas yeah who had a pretty good year this without year without their quarterback I think yeah. is their quarterback yeah. back I don't know I don't keep up with it. Kansas. <laughs> That's just it. We had this. When's the last time a Kansas and Arkansas played each other? Or Arkansas, if you want to. I don't know. That's a good question. I know. 51? <laughs> Seems to be the popular year. I don't know, but that's Man, a... I would not, I'm sorry. I'm not driving five hours to go to Memphis to watch the Razorbacks in whatever the temperature is supposed to be. Tomorrow night. Is tomorrow night? Tomorrow it's night. 30 and a half. All right. Well, it's going to be, it'll be night by the time they kick off, basically. No, it won't. It'll yeah, it's sun's down at 5.15. Whatever. First quarter's Whatever. Over, It's night. It's going to be chillish. <laughs> chillish? Yeah. It's going to be chillish. So, Perfectly so chillish. Is going to be there. Yes. Bender will be there tomorrow. No question. Who do Probably we know? shirtless. Who do, <laughs> who do we know that are Razorback fans, we can say right now. Who's the guy years ago that Bob gave an award to for going to every? Um, yeah, I think that guy will be there probably. If you go to every game and you got an award, you okay. have to go. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think who else would be there. That's it. Those are two <laughs> insane people we know. Those are the people we know from yes. Texas who are insane. Yeah, yeah. People from Texas who will be there. Will probably be some others. I'm sure Billy's going to drag some folks around that he knows. Somebody's going to fly him up there. He'll get him tickets. Yes, there'll be other people. Now that would be if you could just fly over the stadium and hover. <laughs> yeah, in the confines of a yeah. well, you're on a Southwest airline, you probably are doing that anyway. <laughs> you're, not getting out of the gate. Yeah. you're not getting a land. Hey, you're just hovering. You know, I had a great flight on Southwest. Did you? Yeah, I landed Thursday at ten thirty. Perfect. <laughs> it was your fault. When we landed in Orlando, I've never had this on a fly before. As we're <laughs> the Pelicans on says, eh, we got a light on. Don't don't be freaked out. We're gonna probably sit on the runway for a while after we land and there's gonna be fire trucks. <laughs> See, it would have been okay except that last part. Couldn't you have left that alone? And there's gonna be fire trucks. <laughs> couldn't you have just said trucks, red trucks are gonna pull up? You'd have to say fire trucks. We're gonna sit there on the, it's it's just away from everyone else. It's come on. It doesn't really mean. I don't. We don't think it's a problem. But you're looking out the window seeing fire. How long were you on the tarmac? We were, we were just on the runway. They, they wouldn't let us get close to the tarmac. Right. <laughs> How long were you on the runway? Just ten minutes. Oh, well, ten see, minutes. It wasn't a thing. Yeah, it was a. Have light. you ever seen the scene in an airplane when all hell breaks loose? Well, yeah. That's Where everything and all the, the <laughs> tanks, the whole thing are showing up at the end. <laughs> Really? No, there's a scene in the plane where everybody on the plane panics. Yeah, there's somebody inside the plane. You can see the woman's chest. That didn't happen, did it? They were laughing at me. (laughs) (laughs) I've laughed at before. Really? Yeah. Hmm, Okay. All right. uh, The Denver Broncos yesterday decided the Paul Hackett experience is now over. Uh, but Butts Hackett. Yeah. <laughs> says, uh, it's going to be the 50s tomorrow. Memphis. Memphis yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's at what time? I don't know if that's a 1950s. <laughs> that's a 10 in the morning. What's it going to well, be like at 6 at night? It's going to be very nice. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, you were leading me astray then. You're well, telling me it's going to be bad weather. Today it was going to be bad weather. Oh, one of you's wrong. Well, I'm sure I it's guess it's you. We get paid to be wrong. <laughs> she's probably going to the game. Yeah, she's probably going to be there. Yeah. Anyway, Paul Hackett. Yeah. Couldn't hack it. No, it's not Paul Hackett. That's his daddy. His, it's uh, 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 Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Who, uh, man, 
I blame this on social media. You blame which this? Him getting the job or him getting you the job? the staff that nobody since the 70s has been made it less than a year till Urban last year and Hackett this year. Right. Coaches have been allowed. You give him a to, year. You give him a year yeah. at least. I mean, uh, but social media now doesn't allow for that. And the whole he's lost the team and Russ is a mess and yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah. The sideline's a mess. Yeah. You got backup quarterbacks and offensive linemen going at each other. Yeah. I, I did like all the talk in the last, you know, 48 hours. If they were before the year, if they, they knew if they'd made the decision to go with an aging quarterback, they should have gone with Peyton. <laughs> they would have been a better choice than Russ was this year. Well, we, we joke on the Peyton part of that, but the Packers and the conversation about should you shop Aaron Rodgers to Denver and get the slew of draft picks and was going to be Rodgers and Adams potentially together because there was a conversation yeah. for a while about Jerry Judy coming back in the other direction. Yeah. And, and maybe going to Green Bay along with a handful of draft choices. And instead, and Denver kind of set the table when they went to the Russell Wilson signing in advance of what, you know, because we were still sitting here thinking, well, maybe Rodgers to Denver. Maybe it's a Jordan Love era and they're just going to grab a whole bunch of draft choices. They'll grab a, a receiver or something else, maybe another piece, and we'll go from there. And Denver didn't wait around. They pulled the yeah. trigger on Russell. And now... And, and, you know, I'm listening to Zach Gelb coming in, and he's right on point about it, about how the general manager who picks the head coach that was horrific just now, who made the trade to get you Russell Wilson, who has been a nightmare, the team keeps his gig, and the two guys he brought in in, what, about a week's time – who have sunk this franchise to about as low as it can go, and now they have five draft choices they've had to give away in getting Russell Wilson. Well, you got to remember, Denver went through a sale. The, yeah. They, they had been one of the most stable franchises in all of professional sports. So Pat Boland died. And then Pat Boland passes, yeah. and his heirs take control, and they can't decide – what they want to do, they've got a commitment to the city of Denver, blah, blah, blah. And so finally, they sell the thing. Well, it's in this transitionary period that all this is happening. It goes to show you how important stability and ownership is. If you don't have stability and ownership, you, you end up with something like this. Well, but... I don't get where the ownership change had anything to do with it. The GM was already there. They made a decision about hiring a coach, and that GM hired him. They made the decision to pull the trigger, and the owner said, sure, if that's what you think we're going to get. back in the time when Denver made the decision to go out and bring Peyton Manning in back in the day, that that was the GM's decision or Pat Bowler's decision? That was ownership. Yeah. But that's a, that was – that was a time. Okay, so does the if, if Pat Bolin was still alive, do they still pull the trigger? No, I don't know. I, if he had had his wits about him and he had looked at the pros and cons and he had an unproven coach and things like that, I but don't know that Pat Bolin makes that decision. An unproven coach who had a pretty good history of running an offense. Yeah, that's what he'd had a history of. He's bringing in the best available quarterback – on the market, yeah. you're not talking about a young guy, best available veteran quarterback out there, unhappy where he'd been, yeah. has put up, I don't know, is Russell Wilson a Hall of Fame quarterback? I don't think so. I think, he, I think his, had his he credit? not thrown that second interse- uh, that interception on the goal line, probably. On a bad is. call. Yeah, you know, on a bad call. He's probably if, if they hand the ball to Lynch, he's got a couple. This may have hurt him. You know, he's basically, I watched the Kurt Warner story on the play, on the, play yeah. the other day. He's basically got Warner's. Resume and okay. in. right, but Warner had some other intangibles. He was such a story that got him in. I don't know that Russ brings his intangibles and stories to the table uh, now, especially if he doesn't do it with a second franchise. People forget Kerr Warner took the worst franchise in all the sports to a Super Bowl. So those, well, and, and uh, like you said, he went with multiple teams, yeah. with Arizona and yeah. with with uh, St. Louis, yeah, and so. I don't know, but if you look at the one, one, one win and a loss, you know, Warner had two losses, but 
you can get in with one win is my point. Right. One Super Bowl victory can get you. I, I, this is so hurt Russell Wilson. Oh, I think so too. I don't know if he is in the hall right And I don't know if this doesn't cement the folks who are detractors of Russell Wilson's who said he didn't win that Super Bowl. The defense oh, did. Oh, sure. That's how Marshawn won this. That's always going to be. And this makes it even worse. That's going to be a knock And within his own team in yeah. Seattle are the folks who went, you know, this, it was Sherman and those guys. This implosion has got a lot of collateral damage. Yes. It hurts one of the quality franchises, their reputation. They're in a bad spot. They're in a bad spot right now. You know, supposedly Peyton has a staff together ready to go, and he's willing to take... Sean Payton. Yeah, Yeah. Sean Payton. And he's willing to come in, but he wants full control. He wants full control. He he has said, I'll go to Denver? I heard that he had been interviewed, or had gotten together a staff, but I hadn't heard a location. But from what I've heard is, he wants full control. Sure. Wherever he lands, he wants full control. That means he's not going to Dallas. He's not going to Dallas. Right. And so... I could see Denver being that place and the GM being gone because of it. Because Sean Payton will wear both hats or he'll put his guy in his GM. Hmm. I don't know. When we come back after the break, I want to talk about a Hackett type OC. Is that the right pick for a head coach? All right. We'll take the break. 14 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan. 1079. Quick timeout. We're coming right back. Till six o'clock, leaving the yard. Uh, Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. All right, so you're uh, you're talking to me about picking a new head coach. Is it better to go with an offensive guy or is it better to go? I'm assuming then we're going to go to the other side of the ball, a defensive no, guy. No, no, no. When you think of Sean Payton, who's obviously the hottest candidate out there right now for a head coaching job, do you agree with yeah. that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think of him as a coach. Do you think of him as an offensive guru? Not anymore because he's been a head coach. Yeah, he's been a head coach. Right. And he's lost any identity. Yeah, no, he's been a head coach. It's like Bill Cowan. Bill Cowan, yeah. Head coach. Yeah, he's, he's, you look at him as a head coach. Right. I bring this up. The MVP of the Cowboys this year is Kellen Moore. Okay. He developed an offense that he won with a backup quarterback – and succeeded with a guy who had capabilities. And he's opened it up with a guy who can do more. And he's gone from winning with a very limited capability at quarterback to a guy who's not a top 10, but is, in my mind, a top 15 quarterback, who now is basically leading the league in scoring. And he had a big blunder the other day and still overcame it. Uh, but he put up a bunch of points on a pretty good Philadelphia team that's been slapping people around. And I think here. you can make the argument probably 10th. Yeah. I think he may be the 10th best quarterback well, in the NFL. Whatever. Whoever you want to put him, yeah, 10 to 15. I think he's right in there. But he's not an elite quarterback, but I think he's a very good quarterback, and I, I like him better than most quarterback scenarios out there. All that said, I just think the way Kellen Moore has taken injuries on the offensive line – worked around it. He's taken injury quarterback, worked around it. He's taken a dual set of backs, worked around it. Limitations, a big difference at receiver position. The way he's using CeeDee Lamb as a flanker, I talked about 10 days ago, two weeks ago. No question. I think he's really indoctrinated a lot of college principals into the NFL game, and I think he's doing a fantastic job, and I don't think it's going unnoticed around the league. Does that mean he's going to translate into a good head coach? I shrug the shoulder. You don't know. Because I, when's the last time a good, a really, a, a really amazingly talented OC has been successful? I'm trying to think. Was Mc, Sean McVay? I tend to think of as that guy. He was out of the box. Right. Kind of, 
offensive guy. Okay. But I'm trying to think who the else. Packers the, coach was. LaFleur came from the offensive right. side of the ball. I, think he, I don't think he was an OC, though. Yeah. Now, Hogram was an OC guy. Right, right. He was that guy. Andy Reid is that guy. Well, we're, yeah. going, we're talking old guys. Yeah, but they, they but, came from the offensive side of the ball and were – they had a philosophy. The Josh McDaniels of the world have not yeah, been successful. You're right. You, for everyone I can name, you yeah. can name two others that probably that have not. That we thought this is the yeah. guy, not yeah. the guy. But I, I just wonder as Kellen Moore goes into the off season, because I'll be honest right now, we all think the DC is the guy. But I would argue right now, Kellen Moore's outperformed the defensive coach. Yeah, but the DC's been the guy. He's been a head coach before. He's I know he gave away the Super Bowl. I get that. Yeah. But he's been in that position of administering both sides of the ball and having to manage players and having to manage the clock and the whole thing. Dan Quinn's been that. Yeah. Kellen Moore has not been that. And, and I'm eating crap to even say this about Kellen Moore because I thought it was a bad idea to force Kellen Moore upon Mike McCarthy. I know you did. But the more I've seen McCarthy, the more I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, no. And Mike McCarthy used to be that guy. Yeah. He used to be that offensive guy yeah. that was coming in. Yeah. But he's and given that hat away. And that's why I was a little hesitant to tell an offensive guy, you're not going to have the keys to the offense. I, I just don't think in the NFL – I think there's so many facets of this. I don't know that OCs or DCs, for that matter, just make the great head coach. I, I, they they now have to deal with the other side of the ball that they didn't necessarily have to deal before. Some are out, some are really good administrators, but just because you had a system of your defense didn't mean it was going to make you a great head coach when you went there. Rex Ryan's maybe that guy. Yeah. Was a great yeah. DC. Was he a great head coach? Never, because yeah. he never really. The same he way. was the same way. Yeah. Great DC, never really found a match on the other side of the ball that made what he wanted to do on de- defense became the whole emphasis, and the offense got secondary treatment. So if you were going to have to choose between Quinn or Moore to be your next head football coach, Quinn. Would, would Quinn, because he's dealt with the head yes. coaching stuff before? Yes. I think he knows what to anticipate. I think he knows what he did wrong in the past. I think Kellen Moore is going to be fine at some point in time, but he hasn't made those mistakes yet. And some franchise is going to get a guy that's going to have made mis- has not going to have made mistakes when they hire Kellen Moore, and they're going to have to live with those mistakes. And it may be his second job is the best one. Yeah, for him, not because the job. as we saw this year in Denver, are you willing to live with their mistakes anymore? <sighs> I, I don't think Denver had a choice. And I know you said social media earlier. I think Denver had to try to get in front of the field about trying to fill their position at head coach. Waiting two more weeks. And if there are guys out there who may be on playoff contenders, if Sean Payton's not your guy, and you're looking at Kansas City, Eric Bieniemy, for instance, who every no, year we come to this conversation. But I'm just saying, yeah. if Eric Bieniemy's the guy on your short list and you're in the division with him and that's the guy you'd like to weaken Kansas City and maybe strengthen yourself, you got to wait all the way through the yeah. Super Bowl if right. Kansas City's that good before you can even get him in, in shop to be able to talk to him. Unfortunately once for Bieniemy, some of his former players have undercut his I, opportunity. I know, and, I, and I'm not lobbying for him. There's your problem. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you wait till the, the yeah. playoffs start, you can't even get in with these guys. So I, I get where Denver had to jump now and had to make a decision, and they got embarrassed. Oh yeah, it was Sunday was was just beyond words. Their defense, which is supposed to be pretty good, couldn't stop the Rams, who were dreadful against Green Bay the week before. Their offense, Russell Wilson's, I. I I don't think he ever had the locker room in Seattle, but they were good enough it didn't matter. They're not good enough in Denver that it well, matters if he's got the locker I, room or I not. I continue to say, I think Russell took a lot of hits, and I think it's affected him, and I don't think he's the player he used to be. Well, he's, I'm not going to – I mean, I think, Brady's not the player he used to be. Job, Dom, but Tom never was uh, a guy who crossed the line of scrimmage like Russell. He got hit. 
He got hit. There's not how many times have we looked around and gone to you know, look at Russell and said, "Guy, he took another big hit." I just think I he a lot big of, hits. I saw him drop the shoulder on guys. Yeah, at the time. I never he, saw Tom drop the shoulder. He didn't get the kind of hits that Newton got or that. But you got to remember, he played four full years in college. A lot of these guys played one or two years to come out. Played in Wisconsin the last year where they didn't even throw the football. Yeah. It's amazing he got drafted. Well, he, he had, had great two. protection. He didn't get hit that much there. I'm just telling you, he was a dual threat guy in college. He, he was, but I'm not. I'm not weeping for him like up like some quarterbacks we've seen. No, he didn't get beat up like some, but he was a dual threat guy throughout his college football career. Yeah, he didn't do as much in the pros, but people forgetting that those OCs will dial up your number. Anyway, and they are forced to move the sticks with their feet. So, they which would you hire, Quinner or, uh, or Moore? Well. I would say, Quinn, you know what you're getting. Yes. I say Moore's got more upside. Probably. And I really believe if Moore had failed in a place, and now we're talking about second job, I I think I'd hire Moore in a heartbeat. But I think Quinn's a better today fit for anybody. And we still haven't seen Moore's offense work come playoff time. No. Because it's very diverse. It requires spreading the ball around, which in playoff time, you'd rather play defense and run the football. And they could do that. They could, they could do that. It's got nicked yeah, up. Yeah, but they, they can run the football and they can control the clock. Their defense is pretty nicked up right now. They're, they're going to have to score 30-plus points in the playoffs to win. Which you're going to ask them to do that in Tampa and in San Francisco if and in Philadelphia. Yeah. If you got if you go three rounds, you got to do those three places. Well, well, you know, you forget your Packers are. Okay. <laughs> if we're looking at the field in Tampa, in San Fran, in Philadelphia. Probably in Philly, maybe in Minnesota. Or Minnesota. Yeah. Which would be better for the Cowboys <laughs> ra- rather than dealing yeah. with the 49ers. Yeah, you'd but rather go in the Dome. I don't see the Niners getting beat by the Vikings, though. Who knows? All right, you're going tomorrow. I'm going Here to tomorrow, me. though, for Kirk and Company. Before the girl and I hit the road for the Texas Bowl. Down in Houston, 77 degrees inside, 72 degrees. Hotel in the parking lot, I'm good. We're done. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll do it again. Here on Leaving the Yard. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty Ilo ISD.